COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy folks, Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, heartland of America. So, again, this is another car episode, like I, like I promised earlier today. Um, I think this is like our second one. I want to get more of these going, and um, I, I kind of feel obligated to get this going today because um, um, I didn't I didn't come through to with you guys on... on um, today's episode i didn't get the monday episode ready for you guys but now now that i have you know now that i got a a, um new tablet and um you know now that i got wheels again 
when I'm not working or when I have breaks, I can, I can do these sort of chats with you guys. And I want to make more of a habit out of doing these. But I, I felt it was especially pertinent today because I didn't have our, our, our strain review ready. Um, that's... Um, that's recorded. I just have to, I just have to publish it and add it to, um, Patreon and to the general feed, but it's, it's, it's already done. I just, <laughs> you know, I've just been sort of, uh, I've just been sort of slacking, but it's, uh, but, but, but I really appreciate everyone's patience. But, um, yeah, I mean, so today's episode, we're going to talk about Mississippi and, and medical cannabis. They had voted on Initiative 65, which was the ballot measure that was supposed to legalize medical cannabis in, in, in the Magnolia state. But after, after over 70% 70, 70 of people, or, or dang near like 70, 74% or so, after 74% of, of Mississippians voted yes to legalize medical marijuana and to basically have an, uh, a program like Oklahoma or Prop 215 minus homegrown because that's how well-written it was and we've talked about it numerous times of our on our podcast that um, Mississippi's initiative was very very well-written and you would have a you would have another sort of Oklahoma or you'd have or you'd even have like a like a Arizona where Arizona is a gigantic medical market they have hundreds and thousands of patients a lot of people sleep on them they shouldn't but they are a pretty big program with hundreds and thousands of patients and hundreds of dispensaries and um, under 200 an ounce so they're a very very big market and people don't know that but Mississippi's initiative was so well well written. The initiative sixty five wrote it so well that it was it could have been just as good had the had their Supreme Court not overturned it on on, on technicality BS. Um. So they overturned it, and the people rose up. They protested, and they wanted the lawmakers to implement Initiative sixty five through the legislature but that um but you know they're finally coming to an agreement um so mississippi is going to have a medical marijuana program and it's not looking as bad as 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 i as a lot of us thought because again they they over the they said that initiative 65 wasn't valid because um mississippi um they have less districts or something like that then then the like they have less districts after the 2000 census than than um the ballot measure law they didn't account for them losing a district and redistricting so they're they're basically saying that all the initiatives that have been done since 2000 you know they're not valid because um, because you have to collect from certain amount of districts, and you know, states can lose districts, you know, every ten years when we fill out the census. So uh, Mississippi didn't do the the officials didn't do the work to to make the initiative vi to make initiatives viable and valid. So the so the snooty mayor of Madison, Mississippi, was able to, to nullify the whole 
Initiative 65, at least as I understand it. But again, this isn't as bad as, as we thought. Um, there's going to be whole flour that's allowed. Um, it's not going to just be two conditions, but again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to celebrate just now because again, we're giving people praise for doing their, their jobs, their mere jobs. I shouldn't give you an A for effort here, but here we are. So let's read it. It's from Marijuana Moment. All right. So, Mississippi lawmakers reach a deal on medical marijuana legalization. Plan to request special session. Written by Jeff Pender of Mississippi Today. Legislative negotiators and leaders have agreed on a draft of medical marijuana legislation and are anticipated to ask Governor Tate Reeves, Republican, as early as Friday to call the legislature into a special session. Sources close to the negotiations said Thursday. Legislative leaders on Thursday released some details of the proposal, which had been kept close to the vest for months, such as that cities and counties would be able to opt out of having medical marijuana cultivation or dispensaries, although local voters can override this. Negotiations have dragged on throughout the summer on crafting a medical marijuana program to replace the one passed by Mississippi voters in November, but shot down in May by the state Supreme Court on a constitutional technicality. House Speaker Philip Gunn, in a Thursday interview on Super Talk Radio, said that he believes that the House and Senate leadership and negotiators are in agreement on a draft bill, and he believes both chambers have the votes to pass such a measure. He said he planned to get together with with Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hostman, then, barring any last glitches, inform the governor that we are ready, end quote. Other sources close to negotiations on Thursday told Mississippi Today that they anticipate the request to the governor would happen as soon as Friday. Reeves has sole authority to call lawmakers into a special session and would set the date and parameters of a special session. Although legislative leaders have expressed interest in dealing with COVID-19 and other issues in a special session, Reeves has appeared unwilling but said he would call a session for medical marijuana pending lawmakers are in agreement and he agrees with the measure. Gunn, in his radio interview on Thursday, gave some of the particulars of a bill, but said, don't hold me to it, and deferred to passing the buck P.S. These these reefer madness fossils that hate the plant and hate the people that use the plant. All these people that are treating this like a deadhead issue, they're ignoring the pain and the suffering of, of people th- throughout the country and... Um, you know, law-abiding adults, um, many of whom are, are veterans that are being locked out of this for, for, for this medical plan. You know, they sacrifice a lot for our freedoms. They, they put, you know, they did damage to their bodies and minds. And then we're, we're, we're saying, yeah, we support the troops. You see them, you see it on bumper stickers all the time, but but legalizing medical, legalizing and take and descheduling cannabis, that would help troops a lot. That would help them a lot dealing with the PTSD they get from the things they see. But oh no, it's just it's just talk in this country. Um, but yes, let's 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 continue. 
Gunn in his radio interview on Thursday gave some particulars of the bill, but said, don't hold me to it, and deferred to Rep. Lee Yancey, Republican, the lead House negotiator on the measure. Yancey has worked with Senator Kevin Blackwell, Republican, the lead Senate negotiator. Blackwell could not could not immediately be reached for comment on Thursday. Yancey gave Mississippi today some of the highlights of the draft bill, which would be subject to changes by the full legislature. They include cities and counties could opt out. Voters could opt back in. City councils or aldermen or county boards of supervisors within 60 days of passage of legislation could opt out for, from allowing cultivation or dispensing of medical marijuana within their borders. However, voters could gather 1,500 signatures or signatures from 20% of voters, whichever is less, and force a referendum on the issue. If such a referendum allow it to allow it fails voters could try again in two years similar to state alcohol referenda yancey said that under the draft measure once it's in it's in meaning once approved a local locality could not come back and, and ban it quote this gives businesses the certainty they need to get started yancey said no licenses will be issued the first 60 days after patch passage for cultivation and processing and licenses for cannabis use and dispensaries wouldn't start until the 90th day smoking cannabis would be allowed there has been debate on whether Mississippi program would allow smoking of cannabis by patients, as some states with programs allow or prohibit it, as Alabama does with this recently approved program. Those who have certain debilitating conditions who need the effects of medical cannabis to take effect immediately, Yancey said, ingesting a gummy or something like that, or not being able to eat, there, there are those who need relief as immediately as possible. Those then there are those who look at this from a bias of recreational use but that does not apply but that does not that does not okay excuse me but that's not apples to apples that's not fair there are people who are suffering who need the palliative relief medical cannabis can provide and our goal, main goal is to allow people who are suffering terrible illnesses to get relief and and the quote Medical marijuana will be subject to a sales and excise. Boo! But again, we can't always get what we want here. But let's continue. The state's sales tax, currently at 7%, would be levied on medical marijuana, as well as a 15 per ounce excise. Dang, son. Yancey said that the goal was to have a 5% excise, but that going rates for marijuana vary by potency and product. So the weight added tax is the easiest way to get that mark. Again, they're, they're, they're seeing a medical marijuana program as, as a cash cow. That is just, that's gross and disgusting. But when you have cannabis-hating politicians on all levels of government and all political parties, and, you know, they run your cities, they run your towns, they run your localities, um... And they, you know, and, and they run your legislature and your governorship, so on and so forth. So they're on all levels of government, even in, in, in the legal states um, that have made it legal, even like the 19 or so legal states. You have a lot of fossils that hate the plant and hate the people that use the plant. 
So, again, you're not going to have... You're not going to have something that's for cannabis users and by cannabis users until you kick out all these fossils and at all levels of government. But again, you got to meet people where you are. We're very big about that on this podcast. We're very big about pragmatism and, 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 and planning for what is rather than what you want. So again, we have to, that's the reality of, of, of Mississippi. They're, you know, very, very conservative state, very conservative Bible Belt state. And again, this is what the politicians, this is the best they're willing to allow right now. So we got to deal with that reality. But got to keep pushing always, of course. The going rate for a mid-range marijuana flower is about $300 per ounce. So if you do the math, $15 an ounce would be around the 5%. If a product if a product is sold for lower, you would have to pay higher than that rate. If sold for more, you would pay less. Outdoor growing would not be allowed. Again, that's going to that's going to bring up the prices if you don't allow outdoor. Um, again, this is a this is an oversight. Again, I mean, this is going to favor MSOs. It's going to fa- truly is probably looking at that and be like, "Oh heck, yes." The little the little person's not gonna have a chance, and I like it that way. Caroleaf, uh, yeah, Caroleaf, Trueleaf, they're pro- they probably lo- love that provision. They're probably shopping at the bit. But that do that is tyranny. They should allow small uh, Mississippi business women and men to grow outdoors in their in their farms and properties if they want to do it, and they're compliant. But oh no, again, this this is. This is because you have the MSOs in the ears of these politicians. And, you know, they can grease the skids and make the regulations favor them, which is what they're doing. In my estimation, of course. Lawmakers during the hearings this summer were told by officials from other states that regulating growing and safety of medical marijuana is easier with indoor facilities. Again, this just favors this just favors the MSOs. It does not favor the 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 citizens of Mississippi. The seventy four devoted yes, that does not banning outdoor growing is just gonna bump up the price because in, in indoor indoor flower tends to be more expensive. Indoor hemp tends to be more expensive than outdoor because indoor you can control the conditions a lot more. Um, but again, it's more expensive because you're having to worry about energy and all that. State Health Department would be in charge with the Department of Revenue, Agriculture Commissioner sharing some responsibilities. The Mississippi State Department of Health would oversee the state's medical marijuana program, but but the state taxing agriculture agencies would share some of the regulatory duties. Excuse me. Agricultural Commissioner Andy Gibson has told lawmakers that he will not participate in regulating medical marijuana because marijuana is still federally illegal. Gibson has threatened to sue if lawmakers try to force him to participate. You work for the people, not the other way around. 74% of the voters said that they wanted medical marijuana. You either give that to them or you, you leave politics. What part of what part of what part part of nearly three quarters of your of, of your voters wanting this don't you get? What part don't you comprehend? What 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 part is still ambiguous to you here? Seriously, 
Yancey said the proposal will allow Gibson to subtract growing regulations to someone else. It's smart. For instance, the Board of Pharmacy said it was interested in regu regulating the plants like they do with compound compounding pharmacies. They could do it, Yancey said. In a sense, Andy wouldn't have to do it himself. He could farm it out, no pun intended. Preference would be given to in-state companies. Yancey said cultivators would be licensed in tiers, from microgrowers to large ones based on square footage canopy space. Microgrowers under 2,000 square feet would have to be 100% Mississippi resident participation. Larger ones would have to have 35% Mississippi ownership. But the requirement would be repealed after one year. Yancey said this could help Mississippians be involved in the business, but help the state avoid lawsuits that other states have faced from out-of-state growers. Yancey said there would be a similar setup for processors based on the amount of of pounds of product that they produce. Potency would be regulated, Yancey said. Said there would be THC potency limits of 30% on flowers, 60% on concentrates, and infused products. He said any product above 30% THC would have to have a warning label. End of article. So there you have it, folks. Um... Making a stink and, and and putting your voices out there, and when your lawmakers and your, your, your politicians work against the people, continuing to give them a headache until they do what the people and what the voters want, that works. We're in a position where Mississippi is going to get medical marijuana. And, you know, lesser people... When their when their ballot initiative gets overturned, lesser people, you know, would have just crumbled and just been like, "Oh, well, that's just the way it is." I guess the state ain't ready for it. Lesser people would have done that, you know. Um, let me tell this story again. Um, so I don't know if people know this, but Arizona in 1996, when when California voted for Prop 215 and it passed in California. Arizona passed the medical marijuana initiative that same year. I think around the same same percentage points um, California did. But you had fossils. You had you had cowardly fossils. They're like, oh my god, we don't want to be the the first people making medical legal. We 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 can't handle that, and and it's a deadhead drug anyways. Come on. So again, so initiative so that initiative didn't get implemented and they had to wait another 14 years to do for them to get medical cannabis believe it or not they had to wait another 14 years um but what i, I love the fire in the belly that mississippi is having um they didn't just crumble after their initiative got overturned. They kept making these politicians' life heck. They kept protesting. They did rallies. They they kept putting demands to these public officials. And, and when you make too much of a headache for them and they can't go on vacation or their vacations are disturbed, 
you know, you're having people, you're having, you know, voters being like, heck no, heck no, you, you, you got rid of our initiative. You know, they're, they're going to, they're getting to Waffle House. They're going to just chill with their family and their niece and their nephew. They're just doing that. And then all of a sudden you have voters being like, why did you overturn initiative 65? You got to implement something. You got to implement something. You got to do something. You got to do what the people want. You got to do what the people want. You got to do what the people want. People kept making a stink and making a stink and making a stink made you know made them feel uncomfortable you know with within reason and and look at where we are now but my only my only input would be to keep keep this fight going um reject any tyranny that your politicians are going to do so reject um narrow qualifying conditions reject tethering um reject regulations that ban small businesses well i mean again it's already bad that they banned outdoor growing but we got to hold the line on, on banning tethering and um, banning too many caps on licenses and conditions and um, the doctor process. Like you shouldn't have to. You should only have to do one appointment a year. You, it shouldn't be like like Florida, another Gulf Coast state, where you have to go. You have to go in every seven months. So again, it's going to be tweaks around the edges like that. People are going to have to keep calling for. But again, I love I love spirit. Again, lesser people would have just ga- given up if this if 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 their medical initiative was overturned. Other people have given up in the past, but the fact that Mississippi stays in that butt, love it. I love my Mississippi listeners. I love all my Nuggets from around the this here United States. But again, I don't want to keep this episode too long. Um, our second um, chat. In, in the car and I, I really hope you are enjoying this so again I want to keep this episode too long as always everyone stay medicated my friends peace out and ciao if you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project there are quite a few ways you could do so supporting us helps us keep the lights on pay rent pay for hosting equipment and travel you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever-expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 
T-H-T-T-P-S-6-5-T-G-2-N-R. Again, that is H-T-T-P-S colon slash slash discord dot G-G slash 6-5-T-G-2-N-R. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by the link H-T-T-P-S colon slash B-I-T dot L-Y slash 3-3-F-K-R-V-9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.